The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, Thursday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the memorial of St. Charles Luanga and Companions. Charles was one of 22 Ugandan martyrs. He protected his fellow pages, aged 13 to 30, from the homosexual demands of the ruler Mwanga, and encouraged and instructed them in the Catholic faith during their imprisonment for refusing the ruler's demands. While Charles was a catechumen, he entered the royal household as assistant to Joseph Mukaso, head of the court pages. On the night of Mukaso's martyrdom for encouraging the African youths to resist Mwanga, Charles requested and received baptism. For his own unwillingness to submit to the immoral acts and his efforts to safeguard the faith of his friends, Charles was burned to death June 3, 1886, by Mwanga's order. St. Charles Luanga, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you, and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a Christian community. May they grow in love with generosity, faithfulness, and patience. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Lord Jesus Christ, in this time of prayer, I would like to start by listening to your words as recorded by Saint Mark, the Evangelist, beginning from chapter 12, verse 28. And there we find these words. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he had answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the first of all? And Lord Jesus, here is the answer that you gave. The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And Jesus, what follows, is remarkable from the point of view of the sincerity of the scribe and your admiration and appreciation. 
the gospel goes on to say, the scribes say to him, well said teacher, you are right in saying, he is one and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. And Jesus, I am moved by your admiration for the scribe who asked the question. And I think it is because he was searching for the answer. He was looking for the truth. And I'm reminded at times of my friends who feel a little sad when they think they shouldn't question the faith. And as to whether or not we should question our faith, I found the perfect answer in the book of Because God is Real by Peter Kraft, where he says, yes, if the questioning is sincere and honest and motivated by wanting to know the truth and not by wanting to just play games or show off, he then goes on to quote St. Paul who says, Test everything, hold fast to what is good. I also thought of some words quoted in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, words of St. Augustine, when it comes to getting to know God. And St. Augustine says that, Question the beauty of the earth, question the beauty of the sea, question the beauty of the air distending and diffusing itself, question the beauty of the sky, Question all these realities. All respond, see, we are beautiful. Their beauty is a profession. These beauties are subject to change. Who made them if not the beautiful one who is not subject to change? And again, Jesus, you instructed us to seek. You tell us, seek and you will find. And now, Lord, going back to the first answer, you say that, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. And Jesus may never forget this lesson, that indeed there is one Lord. Especially when I think of the so many things that want to Lord over me, that include, for example, my disordered appetites, or even other noble and good things that want to dominate my life. Yet there is only one God. And as you go on to say, Lord, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. It makes me think of the Shema, which was and still is the central prayer and the confession of faith for the Jews. In Deuteronomy 6, when Moses had already pronounced this commandment of God, he tells them some words which I think can help me in this time of prayer. And this is what Moses says, And these words which I command you this day, that is, the words of the Shema, the Hear, O Israel, he goes on to say, shall be upon your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise, and you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And Lord, it is fascinating to see that Devout Jews still recite the Shema every morning and evening. And that in their homes, usually they have something they call a mezuzah. That is a little box containing the Shema inscribed on a parchment that is also affixed to the doorpost. Orthodox Jewish men and at times even women wear something they call a tefillin, 
or what we read in scripture called phylacteries. That is, leather boxes containing the Shema on their head and hand during their prayer. Obviously, Lord, I don't have to do all this. But at least, let me never forget this. Let me have it inscribed in my head, in my mind, in my heart, in the very core of my being. That I am to love you with all my heart, soul, mind and strength. And Jesus, I am so grateful for Holy Mother Church because she reminded us not so long ago with the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity that, as the Catechism says, we are made by God and we are made for God. Therefore, Lord, let it be a reality in my life. And Jesus, I think one of the best ways of making this first commandment a reality in my life is by leaving the Mass. Living and loving the Mass. And again, Jesus, going back to this idea, this commandment, the Lord our God is Lord alone. I think of today's feast because we celebrate Saints Charles Luanga and his companions martyrs. And the story of these martyrs takes place in Uganda, to be specific, towards the end of the 19th century, between 1885 and 1887. The story is well narrated in a book that's titled African Holocaust, the story of the Uganda martyrs by Father John F. Foppel. It is difficult to summarize such a rich story in a few words, but I thought maybe I could use some words from a useful webpage that's called Universalis that captures, I think in a few words, the story very well. Quote, Many Christians, Catholic and Protestant, were killed by the Ugandan king Mwanga. Some of them were servants of the king's palace or even his personal attendants. Charles Luanger and his 21 companions, the youngest, Kizito, was only 13, were executed for being Christians, for rebuking the king for his debauchery and for murdering an Anglican missionary, for praying from a book and for refusing to allow themselves to be ritually sodomized by the king. They died between 1885 and 1887. Most of them were burned alive in a group after being tortured. Within a year of their deaths, the number of catechumens in the country quadrupled. St. Charles Luanga is the patron of Catholic action and of black African youth, and the Ugandan Martyrs' Feast Day is a public holiday in Uganda. End of quote. And so here you have a group of men and boys who are unwilling to compromise in their faith and morals and are willing to go to their death rather than offend God. Many of them very young, like St. Kizito, who was only 13. They prefer death than to offend you, my Jesus. And so, Lord, I ask you, may their example be for me an encouragement that I may prefer death than to offend you, that I may prefer death than to betray you. And Jesus, if I ever have the misfortune of betraying you, may I have the humility and the grace from you to turn back like St. Peter after he had betrayed you, to go back to you with tears, with a firm purpose of amendment, and to confess my sins, my betrayal, and to start again. I also turn to you, my mother, Queen of Martyrs, Virgin Most Pure, Mother of Fair Love, 
and ask you to intercede for me and help me never forget that the Lord is God, that there is only one God and that I am created by God and for God. I also seek the protection of you, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, you who are the just one, to protect me from all evil and to help me be centered on your Son and our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, the Memorial of St. Charles Luanga and Companions. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger 
They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. 
I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, Put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Our spirits yearn for the Lord. He is is our our help and and our protector. From the Book of Job Then the Lord addressed Job out of the storm and said, Who is this that obscures divine plans with words of ignorance? Gird up your loins now like a man. I will question you, and you tell me the answers. Where were you when I founded the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its size, do you know? Who stretched out the measuring line for it? Into what were its pedestals sunk, and who laid the cornerstone? While the morning stars sang in chorus, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. And who shut within doors the sea, when it burst forth from the womb, when I made the clouds its garment, and thick darkness its swaddling bands? when I set limits for it and fastened the bar of its door, and said, Thus far shall you come, but no farther, and here shall your proud waves be stilled. Have you ever in your lifetime commanded the morning and shown the dawn its place 
for taking hold of the ends of the earth, till the wicked are shaken from its surface. The earth is changed as is clay by the seal, and dyed as though it were a garment. But from the wicked the light is withheld, and the arm of pride is shattered. Have you entered into the sources of the sea, or walked about in the depths of the abyss? Have the gates of death been shown to you, or have you seen the gates of darkness? Have you comprehended the breadth of the earth? Tell me, if you know all. Which is the way to the dwelling place of light, and where is the abode of darkness, that you may take them to their boundaries and set them on their homeward paths? You know, because you were born before them, and the number of your years is great. Have you entered the storehouse of the snow and seen the treasury of the hail which I have reserved for times of stress, for the days of war and of battle? Which way to the parting of the winds, whence the east wind spreads over the earth? Who has laid out a channel for the downpour and for the thunderstorm a path to bring rain to no man's land, the unpeopled wilderness? to enrich the waste and desolate ground till the desert blooms with verdure. Has the rain a father, or who has begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb comes the ice, and who gives the hoarfrost its birth in the skies, when the waters lie covered as though with stone that holds captive the surface of the deep? Who are you, a man? To dare argue with God. The, the pot, pot has, has no, no right to say to the potter, Why did you make, make this shape? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer what I ask. The, the pot, pot has, has no right to say to the potter, Why, why did you make this shape? A reading from the homily at the canonization of the martyrs of Uganda by Pope Paul VI. The African martyrs add another page to the martyrology, the Church's role of honor, an occasion both of mourning and of joy. This is a page worthy in every way to be added to the annals of that Africa of earlier times, which we, living in this era, and being men of little faith, never expected to be repeated. In earlier times there occurred those famous deeds, so moving to the spirit, of the martyrs of Scilly, of Carthage, and of that white-robed army of Utica, commemorated by St. Augustine and Prudentius, of the martyrs of Egypt, so highly praised by St. John Chrysostom, and of the martyrs of the Vandal Persecution. Who would have thought that in our days we should have witnessed events as heroic and glorious? Who could have predicted to the famous African confessors and martyrs such as Cyprian, Felicity, Perpetua, and the greatest of all, Augustine, that we would one day add names so dear to us as Charles Loanga, and Matthias Mulumba Kalemba, and their twenty companions. Nor must we forget those members of the Anglican Church who also died for the name of Christ. 
these African martyrs herald the dawn of a new age. If only the mind of man might be directed not toward persecutions and religious conflicts, but toward a rebirth of Christianity and civilization. Africa has been washed by the blood of these latest martyrs, the first of this new age. And, God willing, let them be the last, although such a holocaust is precious indeed. Africa is reborn free and independent. The infamous crime by which these young men were put to death was so unspeakable and so expressive of the times. It shows us clearly that a new people needs a moral foundation, needs new spiritual customs firmly planted to be handed down to posterity. Symbolically, this crime also reveals that a simple and rough way of life enriched by many fine human qualities, yet enslaved by its own weakness and corruption, must give way to a more civilized life, wherein the higher expressions of the mind and better social conditions prevail. We are warriors now, fighting on the battlefield of faith, and God sees all we do. The angels watch, and so does Christ. What, what honor, honor and, and glory and joy to, to do, do battle in the presence, in the presence of God and, and to have Christ approve our victory. Let us arm ourselves in full strength and prepare ourselves for the ultimate struggle with blameless hearts, true faith, and unyielding courage. What, what honor, honor and glory and joy, and joy to, do to do battle in the presence, in the presence of God and, and to, to have Christ approve our victory. Let us pray. O God, who have made the blood of martyrs the seed of Christians, mercifully grant that the field which is your church, watered by the blood shed by St. Charles Luanga and his companions, may be fertile and always yield you an abundant harvest. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, the Memorial of St. Charles Luanga and Companions. I'm Paul Sadek. It's interesting how in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord actually pays a compliment to one of the scribes. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the first of all? The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor 
as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any question. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. When he was teaching, Jesus had a particular talent, did he not, for packing volumes into just a few words. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. In the Gospel of today's Mass, we hear how a scribe asks a question. This man who is full of goodwill wants to know which of the precepts of the law is the most important, the essential one. Jesus ratifies what had already been clearly expressed in the Old Testament. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The scribe identifies himself fully with Jesus' teaching and immediately repeats the words that he has just heard. Our Lord speaks to him affectionately in words that will help him towards his definitive conversion. You are not far from the kingdom of God. This commandment, which is a summary of the whole law of the prophets, begins by affirming the existence of one God. It is thus that it has been handed down to us in the creed, I believe in one God. This is a truth that can be known by the natural light of reason, and the chosen people well knew that all pagan gods were false. In spite of this, idols were a constant temptation to them and a frequent cause of their turning away from the true God who took them out of the land of Egypt. The prophets felt compelled to remind them of the falseness of those deities which they learned about as they came into contact with nations whose power and culture, which were very superior to their own, attracted and dazzled them. It was all a question of richer nations which were materially more advanced but which were immersed in the darkness of superstition, ignorance, and error. There were many occasions on which the chosen people failed to appreciate the incomparable richness of revelation and the treasure of the faith. They abandoned the only fountain of living waters and turned instead towards broken and cracked cisterns, which neither contained water nor had the capacity to hold any. The ancient pagans men who were highly civilized for the age in which they lived, invented idols for themselves and found different ways of adoring them. Many civilized men of our day, new pagans, raise up idols which are still better constructed and more sophisticated. In our day, there seems to be real adoration and idolatry for everything that makes its appearance in the name of progress or that provides yet more material well-being, pleasure, or comfort. It seems that man almost completely forgets the fact that he is a spiritual being destined for eternal life. 
Those words of St. Paul in his letter to the Philippians are all too topical. Their God is the belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. It is the modern idolatry that tempts Christians who no longer give any thought to the immense treasure of their faith or the great richness of the love of God. We break the first commandment of the Decalogue when we put other things, even good things, before God, because then we love them in a disorderly way. When he does this, man distorts the right order of created things and uses them for an end opposed to or different from that for which they were created. When the divine order taught by the Decalogue is broken, man no longer finds God in creation. He then fabricates his own God and radically hides himself within his own selfishness and pride. Still more, man foolishly tries to put himself in God's place, to set himself up as the source of all that is good and of all that is evil. In this way, he falls into the temptation with which the devil coaxed our first parents. You will be like gods if you do not obey the commands of God. Because of this very real temptation, each man, each woman, needs to often ask themselves, as we will now in our prayer, whether God is truly the first thing in their lives, the most important, the highest good, who guides the way they behave and make any decisions. We will be able to see this better if we examine how much effort we put into getting to know Him better, for nobody can love what they do not know. Do we keep to the time that we set aside for our doctrinal religious formation? Do we live in effective detachment from the things we possess or use so that they never become our most important good? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God, Him only shalt thou adore. The effort we make to follow the path God wants for each of us, each one's personal vocation, is the specific way we have of living that love and that adoration. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions, who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens, may your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps, my soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. 
My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens, and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard... So we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. 
the people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion, walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts, examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord Lord is great and and worthy to be praised in this city of our God. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. God Himself is their reward. They live with Him forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The just are the friends of God. They live with Him forever. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for the sake of justice. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed redeemed us us by your your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs Washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who have made the blood of martyrs the seed of Christians, Mercifully grant that the field which is your church, watered by the blood shed by St. Charles Luanga and his companions, may be fertile and always yield you an abundant harvest. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. John and Glenn with Morning Air in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.